1: Welcome in, follow the money here on V-CIN, v the the Sports Betting Network. Mitch Moss along with Paulie Howard here live in downtown Las Vegas from the Circa Resort and Casino. Matt Humans will join the program coming up in about five minutes. Uh, well, I'm looking at about like ten plays that he likes. So we'll see if we can get to all of those uh, at that time. College football, uh, win totals that he likes in the NFL. You see this Patriots now number is uh, at three. Makes sense, right? I like him more in this game with Matt, Matt Jones than I would have with Cam Newton. Of course. Absolutely. The threat down the field.
3: Sure. I can't wait arm. to see what that's going to look like. That'll be fun. That's a late game. I'm yeah. looking forward to that. The late games, there's four of them. They're intriguing. Green Bay in Jacksonville against the Saints. Get that giant Bronco game. How does Mac Jones look? And uh, I'm blanking on the other one. But uh, You know what the reaction is going to be to
1: that Patriots game if Mac Jones comes out there and sets the world on fire? You know, the, the people that are just going to freak out Yeah, you're exactly right. It's going to be, uh uh-oh, here we go. Patriots are going to win 12 games. They're going to win this division. And uh, they're going to be a contender in the AFC.
3: Don't know what to make of Miami. We'll see how our buddy Tua does. He looked pretty good in the preseason. Yep. see if that carries over. Uh, A couple of tweets. Archie Bunker, Ari Gold, favorite TV character. Ari Gold, very good.
1: Yeah, so was Archie Bunker. It's too bad that show went downhill immediately. Uh, Yeah.
3: Yep. And uh, a lot of people are ticked off here. And a lot of people are asking questions. They say, it's about time. What's going on at McDonald's? Daughter loves ice cream. Cause I go over there across the street all the time. Get the ice cream. They always say the machines are down. There's a there's a big problem. I know that this there. is
1: the problem. Big I problem. understand that. I hear it all the time. Is there not another spot to go get ice cream at? Is the McDonald's? I, here's a question. No, I, mean, I have the no idea. I never read
3: Mc, it. The McFlurry's great. The, the the cone's underrated, and they have a good Sunday. But the I don't forget about the milkshake. So the whole the whole shebang is great. Well, there. I don't mean, think the milkshake's phenomenal too. Mm. I get mine get the chocolate shake. I say no whipped cream. To McDonald's chocolate, ice, chocolate shake. So are you are telling me that
1: if, if the ice cream machines were consistently working, McDonald's should absolutely be in the top 10. It sounds to me like you love it. and You can't get enough of the ice cream. <laughs> you just ran down the whole menu like this. Top of your head.
3: I would have to, I would have to come up with my own list. Uh, do a deep dive with humans. Their breakfast sucks. Okay. And it's been that way for a long time. Wow. It is overrated. Mm. And I was, you enlighten me and open up a whole new world. When we had lunch, with breakfast the other day at Chick-fil-A. Dynamite. Utter destruction. Blows it out of the water. It's not even close. It's a one against a 16 seat. Who was just Chick-fil-A telling us? Chick-fil-A again. Mike Paul. He loves a breakfast, right? It's out of his mind. Hmm. Chick-fil-A against McDonald's breakfast? Please. It's, it's a
1: one against a 16. Tally Berry you, against Roseanne. You, you are more offended today... About this than you are with Wisconsin's performance and overall preseason ranking.
3: Well, I see it all the time. I
1: can't. I can't be surprised. It's Wisconsin. What, like, what's on. a more What's a more common occurrence? Wisconsin overrated or McDonald's ice cream machines being down?
3: I don't know. Good call. Good call. But we got a lot of problems going on. At McDonald's FTC wants answers. There's a problem with the vendor. There's only one guy who can fix it. He's out of town. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> this is crazy. That guy says it's every state. He's
1: never answering the, the cell phone. He says he's
3: going state to state. He goes to Georgia, North Carolina, South Carolina. He gets the same answer. What do you
1: mean you're out? Of it? It does, machines are down. All right. Uh, we'll talk to Matt Humans coming up next. Plenty of NFL bets that he likes, win totals, week one games, and who he likes early here, week two in college football. We'll ask him all about it coming up here on Follow the Money. It's v the Sports Betting Network.
4: This is Brent Musburger, and here is your v action update. Now, here are the latest lines from my guys in the desert. UConn head coach Randy Edsel announced that he would retire at the end of the season, but Holy Cross's win over the Huskies forced Edsel into an immediate retirement. UConn, a 33-and-a-half point dog at home to Purdue on Saturday. Michigan lost wide receiver Ronnie Bell for the season with a knee injury. He was the top wide receiver the last two seasons for the Wolverines and a 76-yard touchdown reception of to the win over Western Michigan. The Wolverines are six-point home favorites against Washington at Michigan Stadium Saturday, the total 51. Baseball today, Garrett Cole pitching for the Yankees has a $2 favorite at Yankee Stadium against the Blue Jays, 8.5 over the total. The VCN Pro Football Betting Guide has arrived. Get contest strategies, conference predictions, win total over-unders, player and coach award picks, plus power ratings for every team. Get the guide for just $19.99 or start your free trial and get full vCIN access for the season at vCN.com slash subscribe. VCN.com slash subscribe. With your action update, I'm Mike Sena. Get the latest odds at vsin.com. And remember, cash and tickets is what it's all about. It's time to follow the money with your hosts, Mitch Moss and Polly Howard.
3: Welcome back from the oddstrader.com studio, Circus resort, and casino, or the oddstrader.com. Download the free Odds Trader app right now. Start winning up to the up-to-the-second info you need. Compare sportsbook sign-up bonuses, in-game tracking tools, live in-game odds and stats, real-time bet tracking. Thanks, Alexander. We love you. Your support greatly appreciated. OddsTrader.com. All
1: right, let's start this hour off by running down a lot of bets. Matt Humans joins the program now. Had a uh, really good week one in college football. He was at the uh, LSU UCLA game. Matt, I saw some of the pictures up there. Uh, did you have a good time? Um, I know that you love the Rose Bowl. The, the, the Bruins look really good, man. How'd they look in person?
5: You know, Burger King and uh, Dunkin' Donuts have the best hash browns if you guys go out for breakfast. Uh, I don't think there's any doubt about that. What was your question? <laughs> okay.
1: <laughs> Never mind. Go ahead. Do you have a problem with the ice cream machines at McDonald's as well? Big problem, Matt.
5: <laughs> no, I'm not, I'm not into the ice cream at McDonald's. If you want ice cream, you go to Freddy's. Uh, you go to Dairy Queen, places like that. I, I don't go to McDonald's for ice cream, but, you know, to each his own. Everybody's got different tastes. I, I thought the LSU-UCLA game was pretty uh, revealing for a couple reasons. Uh, one is UCLA dominated really on both lines, offensive and defensive line, and you wouldn't think that uh, Chip Kelly's team was going to be able to, I guess, physically manhandle an SEC team like that, and that's – uh, that was surprising and really wore down LSU in the second half with the run game. We know that's Chip Kelly's mo. He's gonna. A lot of people like to, you know, have this perception that he runs a wide open offense. He he runs a run based offense, and he tries to uh, attack you with the uh, workhorse backs. And he's got two really good ones: Zach Charbonnet and Britton Brown. And behind that offensive line, I think UCLA is gonna. Uh, be for real this season, because if you can run the ball like that, you can compete with just about anybody. And defensively, I think uh, UCLA is faster than it's been in the past, a little bit stronger up front. At the same time, I don't want to totally uh, dismiss LSU for that performance because I do think the hurricane had an adverse effect on the preparations for the game. And, um, you know, at the same time, Max Max Johnson, I thought – played okay, but he was under duress most of the game. He was under heavy pressure, and LSU couldn't really run the ball. I don't think LSU's a lost cause because of that one performance, but it's basically going into the game. I kind of reevaluated things last week before uh, I got to Pasadena, and I said, you know, I think LSU's just a middle-of-the-pack SEC team, and that's probably it. And, uh, you know, I think UCLA kind of exposed that.
1: Yeah, good call. I think you're spot on with that. Okay, let's look at the marquee game in Week 2, then a college football the mm-hmm. Buckeyes at home to the Ducks of Oregon and uh, Ohio State. Lane fourteen in this game. Total around sixty-three and a half or sixty-four. Uh, the offense only had like forty-eight plays against Minnesota, but they were awesome with their home run hitting capabilities. And uh, I got to tell you, Oregon—they were in a dogfight against Fresno. They're—they're they're kind of fortunate that yeah. game never went to overtime at home. What do you think of this game?
5: Yeah, you're right. I had Fresno in uh, plus twenty and a half in that game last night and the or last week in the bowl. Bulldogs almost pulled off the upset. I, I will say this, Ohio State's got a lot more big play capability than Oregon does. And C.J. Stroud, even though uh, he's a first-time starter, he's got so many weapons out there in the field, it's, it's going to be hard to stop him. If you, He completed only 13 passes last week. They had scoring throws of 38, 56, 61, and 70 yards. He's got Chris Olave and probably the best group of wide receivers in the country. So there's so much firepower, big play firepower on the Buckeyes side, I think it's it's really tough to bet against that team. But I'm going to look at Oregon here because uh, I, I, I saw some problems on the Ohio State defense mm-hmm. that I think Oregon might be able to exploit as well because C.J. Verdell is an explosive running back. Anthony Brown is a dangerous dual-threat quarterback. And uh, Brown and Verdell might be able to move the ball on the ground against uh, Ohio State. Now, the key for me is Kayvon Thibodeau, defensive end for Oregon. He's their best uh, player, top NFL prospect. I haven't made this bet yet because I want to make sure he's going to play. And if Thibodeau's on the field, he does command extra attention in double teams. And uh, I think it's imperative that you get pressure on the quarterback because you can't let the Ohio State uh, quarterback, Stroud, just sit back there and pick you apart with all that talent at the receiver positions. So Thibodeau is important. Uh, as soon as I know he's going to play, I'll take the 14 with Oregon. Who knows? You might be able to give fourteen and a half, but I think Thibodeau on that ankle injury looks like he's going to play. Uh, this is a lot of points to give uh, what might be the uh, you know second or third best pe- best team in the Pac-12, and uh, I still think Ohio State might be a little bit overvalued with an inexperienced quarterback and a a poor run defense here early in the season.
3: I see a lot of points in that game. Uh, how about a movement here and your thoughts on the Holy War, Utah against BYU?
5: You know, it's surprising, I'm not sure people realize this, but Utah has won nine straight in this rivalry. And uh, the youths were a little bit lucky. They didn't uh, face the Cougars last season and didn't have to face Zach Wilson because BYU would have won the matchup last year. Uh, But when I watch BYU, uh, I still think this is a team that's going to get better as the season progresses because Jaron Hall, the redshirt sophomore quarterback, I think has got some ability. Uh, They're going to be able to run the ball, throw the ball. Right now, I think BYU is just a little bit young and uh, needs to grow up. Uh, So this number has inflated. Uh, You guys know I'm really high on Utah. Mitch knows that we talked about it all summer. I've got Utah 10-1 to to win the Pac-12 and over 8.5 wins. But this number has been inflated. I think it opened four at Circa. It was up to seven. And uh, I I just could not advise laying seven with uh, Utah at this point. In fact, uh, I could see why you could make a pretty good case for taking seven with the home dog. But the last time these teams met in Provo two years ago, Utah was also a six point favorite, won that game 30 to 12, and physically dominated the game. So, I, more than likely, that one's going to be a pass for me. Okay. Uh,
3: a team that came back and got the money against BYU out here, Arizona, they take on San Diego State, who had all kinds of issues against New Mexico State, <laughs> and they were losing in the second half. Ridiculous.
5: Inexcusable. Yeah. And I think it's got to raise some really red <laughs> flags here with the Aztecs. You know, we saw how bad New Mexico State was in week one, getting run out by UTEP. Who gets run out by UTEP on your home field? Last week, the Aztecs trailed 10 nothing at the half in New Mexico State. Jonah Johnson, who was 8-for-24 eight for 82 yards against UTEP, he threw for 326 yards against San Diego State last week. Jordan Berkshire, the Aztecs quarterback, was 7-for-20 for 115 yards with a pick. Uh, I actually saw some things I liked. In Arizona last week, and I, I before the season, I suspected Arizona was going to be a little bit better than some people thought. Mainly because if you think back to early last season, before the team quit on Kevin Sumlin, mm-hmm. Arizona had uh, USC beat, and uh, USC needed a, a rally late to pull out that game. So I said the talent is there in the pro. I think there's some talent in the program, and they're going to play hard for the new coach. So uh, I, I think there are some positives to look at. But by the way, Gunnar Cruz for Arizona passed for 336 yards against BYU last week. If Jonah Johnson can do that to the San Diego State defense, I think there there should be some opportunities here for Arizona. So I'm taking the uh, I'm taking the Wildcats at pick them in Tucson.
1: Let's follow the money here on Vsin the Sports Betting Network. Matt Humans, our guest, uh, writes a column every single week for Point Spread Weekly, and also hosts. Uh, My guys in the desert weekdays at uh, 2 o'clock Pacific, 5 o'clock Eastern right here on VEASAN. Sark had uh, the fellas looking good uh, with Texas, Matt, in week one. And they beat a good program, and they covered that spread, taking on Arkansas here. And now Texas up to 6.5 the way it looks. Who do you like here?
5: Yeah, I wonder if this is going to be one of those games where the the betting public kind of gets sucked into the Texas side. Because Longhorns played a really good game last week against a ranked Louisiana Raging Cajuns team and uh, won that game by 20 points. I know a lot, a lot of sharp betters were taking the points with Raging Cajuns. Uh, Texas was, it was a turnover free game, controlled the clock for 33 minutes, did everything right. Uh, but now you go on the road. You go on the road with an experienced quarterback and Hudson Card. And you're facing the Arkansas team here that I think it's dangerous. If, if you look at Arkansas last season, first year under Sam Pittman, upset Mississippi and Mississippi State, played Auburn, LSU, and Texas A&M to the wire. Uh, I think this uh, home favorite, this line might be a little bit inflated on the home favorite. This Again, this is not a game i bet yet, but if it gets to seven, I'm going to take that number with the Razorbacks.
1: All right, to the NFL, we talked about this a little bit earlier. I asked Paulie if he's surprised the Chargers are favored here on the road in week one against the football team. We both said yes. What say you?
5: You know, I'm not surprised because uh, I know the, the public, and really uh, the betting market seems to love the Chargers every year. And that's why in the NFC East reputation is really down, even though Washington won that division last year it was seven and nine. There's not a lot of respect out there for NFC East teams. For some reason, people respect the Cowboys. I'm not sure why yet. Yeah. But, <laughs> um, you know, when, when I look at it, Washington might have the best front four in the NFL. And the defense really doesn't have a weakness. And now that you got Ryan Fitz magic back there surrounded by some weapons, I think Washington's done a good job putting some weapons around him in the offseason. Uh, I think this Washington football team is going to be much better than it was last season. Now Fitzpatrick's going to be one of those guys who drives you crazy. He's going to be spectacular one week, and he's going to suck the next week. Uh, but I, I still think you get, you're, you're betting against the Chargers here as road favorites in the early kickoff slot on the East Coast. Uh, When expectations are high for the Chargers, they usually disappoint. Uh, I I like Washington a little bit in this spot here.
1: Shop around on the Patriots-Dolphins game. Again, Paulie said this a little bit earlier, that it's uh, one of the late games. Cleveland-KC, also a late game. There you go. Coming up on Sunday. But uh, I do see threes out there a lot across the board, Matt, uh, on the Patriots. But, I mean, you can shop around and find two and a half. Is Is that the number that you like here with New England?
5: Yeah, I already bet Patriots okay. two and a half. And I, I see still at least a couple major books in Vegas who got two and a half, but it's moving to three. And I thought it should be a full three, if not going to three and a half. I'm I'm probably higher than most on this Patriots team, and it doesn't it's not necessarily because it's Mac Jones the quarterback instead of Cam Newton. When I looked at this team in the offseason, I, I love what Bill Belichick is doing here, rebuilding this defense. If you think about last year with all the opt outs and injuries, Patriots really decimated on the defensive side of the football. He's rebuilt this thing where I think the Pats are going to be definitely a, a top 10 defense in the NFL, maybe a top five defense. And I really uh, think they're are exceptionally strong in the offensive and defensive lines. You're going to be able to run the ball. So Mac Jones is not going to have to do too much to get tight ends. who can play. I think Belichick's done a great job rebuilding this team in a short amount of time. And that's why, um, you know, when we were talking about this over the summer, I bet the Patriots over nine on their win total. Yep. I bet them to make the playoffs at plus one twenty. I actually even bet the Patriots to win the Super Bowl at thirty five to one odds. Now it looks like a reach right now, but who knows? By December you're still talking about the best coach in the NFL. And this team's gonna get better and better. So I think there are a lot of reasons That's to fair. buy the Patriots here and I'm still looking to fade to a so I'll go Patriots minus two and a half as one of my uh, one of my NFL best bets this week.
3: All right, co-sign on all that. I'm high on the Patriots and uh, plus three seventy-five to win the division as well. Couple minutes left. Run down season preview time. Run down all the bets you've made as far as win totals in the NFL.
5: I got quite a few of them actually. Uh, Panthers over seven and a half. I, I am buying Matt Rule. I think he's he's uh, had the smart plan here in rebuilding the defense. And even though I'm not totally sold on Sam Darnold, I do think uh, the Panthers. If you look at their schedule, it sets up really well for the Panthers to get off to a good start, and I think maybe to get to eight or nine wins, and who knows, maybe even be a surprise playoff team in the NFC. Because I'm not that high on the Saints right now, but uh, Panthers over seven and a half, Raiders over seven. I know a lot of people are going to hate the Raiders play, and I understand that. But seven is the key number on that win total, not seven and a half, because the I, I, AFC teams have nine home games this season. Raiders have a true home field advantage. It's going to be electric in that stadium this year. And if you think about it, they weren't that bad last year. The defense was horrendous. Raiders' defense was uh, atrocious. Now, they've done, I think, some really positive things to improve that, but you're still talking about a Raiders offense was good enough to uh, be within one play of sweeping the Chiefs last season. So they're not, they're not terrible. I think Raiders over seven is a decent play. They can get to eight wins. They can get to nine wins. If they're seven and ten, you push. Uh, Bears under 7.5. I don't see much hope for the Bears. I think they're going to have to get to Justin Fields early, and he's not going to be ready to win games, but he's going to give them some hope. But the Bears under 7.5. Also bet the Bears to miss the playoffs at minus 250. And uh, I just can't see the Jaguars making the lead from 1-15 and 15 to 7 wins. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, did, I, I think their offensive line's weak. They're not going to be able to run the ball. That's going to make fights tough on Trevor Lawrence. And uh, Urban Meyer is not going to work a miracle. If you remember Jimmy Johnson, his first year in the NFL, he went 1-15. Just because Urban Meyer walks in the door doesn't mean the Jaguars are going to go from one win to seven. So I'm looking under 6.5. That's a rather obvious play. And I don't like making obvious plays in the NFL, but I went ahead and played the uh, Jags under.
1: All right. What What'd you uh, write about this week for Point Spread Weekly?
5: basically a college football recap of the first week, Alabama is just head and shoulders above everybody else. Right now I'm sitting here watching the replay of the Georgia Clemson game and the Clemson offense is atrocious. I just watched the replay of uh, Tulane, Oklahoma green wave probably should have won that game. And Norman, um, you know, I think Ohio state's got defensive flaws again. It's Alabama and who are the other three teams going to be in the playoff? So, you know, quoted Brent Musburger, Johnny Avello, Paul stone, just wrote some, uh, Kind of a college football recap of week one, looking ahead. And uh, before we go, I did want to mention, what do you guys think of this NFL teaser this week? I, I don't really see how this can lose. Mm-hmm. I bet the, uh, the the Bucks minus one and a half and the Rams minus one and a half. Are you guys going to play any teasers in week one?
1: Uh, I, I already locked in multiple teasers going back weeks, Matt. Yeah, absolutely, I am. Okay.
5: Yep. Okay. And
1: you're not a big teaser guy,
5: though, are you? I don't play a lot of teasers, but I'm looking at that one. And I'm saying, how, how's it going to lose? I know it's the NFL and things are not as always easy as they seem, but I can't see the Bucs losing to the Cowboys or the Rams losing to the Bears.
1: Yeah. You can follow him on Twitter. He's at twenty four seven. Good to talk to you, Matt. Good luck this week.
5: Hey, you bet. Thanks, guys. Great yep. job. Yep.
1: And you can get his stories and everything else in Point Spread Weekly at vcin.com slash subscribe. I'd give the Cowboys a better shot to beat Tampa than the Lions to beat the Niners. Well, that's totally fair.
3: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, based on... But you got to love these comments coming out of uh, from Evans. We're, we're miles ahead of where we were last year at this oh, time yeah, on offense. Yeah. As a whole team, I'm not going to be that, surprised that, if they come that's, out that's and they your... look
1: sharp and do whatever yeah.
3: they want on offense. What they, at all? 12 games? 11? They won 11 games? 11. Yeah. See, they they did got not off win to a slow start. Not, did not win the division last year. The Saints pummeled them twice. That's right. They lost to the Bears, if you can believe it. So The game on, that was
1: a Monday si- night game, tra- right? 38-3 Saints? Oh, yeah. The Chargers game, you've got to turn things around from an offensive standpoint. A big comeback. Yeah. We'll get into some uh, Week 2 line moves in college football coming up next.
0: No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.
3: Seasons here, and starting Saturday, we have new talent and shows up. You make the most of your fall betting action. The Bison lineup will expand to 21 hours of live programming every weekday, as well as an additional shows on the weekend. We'll give you the latest odds to stay on top of the in-game betting opportunities for every key game across the country. Visit VSon.com to see our new lineup and talent make this your best football betting season ever. VEASAN.com, all the new personalities, former athletes, sports media veterans, sports bettors, VEASAN.com.
1: Paul, as sports bettors, you want to be able to you know, read the markets, get ahead of the markets, and get that uh, closing line value as often as possible. Because in the long run, that is going to help you in being a winning sports better. Uh, this week, week two of college football, uh, I was able to recognize quite a few line moves. For example, the tempo line move. Not surprised by that for a second. Uh, I got the... How good are you with that? That is
3: That separates the men from the boys. Anticipating live movement mm-hmm. and where it's going to go is... is uh... That's very difficult. It, no, but some people have, have a gift and know what it's where it's going to go. Dave Koken's very good at that. Other people. yep. Um, but you do these power ratings. I mean, it's just like you see what Brad Powers does every Sunday it's, with the openers. And he's getting the best of the He's number, incredible. 95% like sure. of the time.
1: Well, we'll see. I guess I can track it all year long to see how how well I do. But this week, again, Temple I got right. I got Toledo right. Uh, the 20 there was a lot of points. That's now down to 16 against Notre Dame. I got Pittsburgh right. That was a pick em. That's up to four, four-and-a-half now uh, at some books. I got NC State right. That was a pick-em-at Mississippi State. What are they, two-and-a-half now? I think at last check. Mm-hmm. One game I got wrong is uh, Buffalo at Nebraska. Now, down the other direction, got that one at 12 because it was going back and forth between 11, 11-and-a-half, 11 and 12 on Sunday, I believe, and then it got all the way to 14 and then back down to 12, 12-and-a-half, 12 and now I think I'm seeing, let me double-check that one, it's around 13, 13-and-a-half, 13 a lot of spots. So I got that one wrong so far. But this week, week two anyway, got a lot of them right. And that's exactly, it's so fortunate so far. I mean, this could you know, easily turn next week or whenever, but I'll give you another one too. And we got a good, I, I want to see how high this number is going to be. And I think we might be on opposite sides of this. But this is a good tweet that we got from our trip. Week two college football provides uh, many opportunities to take advantage of overreaction on week one results. The psychology of betting makes it very difficult for the average better to wager on a team that looked bad in week one. For example, Tulsa, Cal, Vandy, Washington, they all underperformed in week one. I want to see how high Washington's gonna get at Michigan, because if that touches seven, I know for a fact I'm gonna be on the Huskies. Because if you go back if you forget about what happened in week one for a second, yeah. And go back and tell me sure five it. days ago I could get seven points plus, you know. With Washington on the road against Michigan, I, I would say, sign me up right now in a heartbeat.
3: Yep. Good advice I received from someone when I got in the business uh, the first month. It says, NFL, week before, write down what you th- make the game yep. the following week, put it in a drawer. And then when the numbers come out, compare. Because you don't want to be a prisoner of the moment and sure. React to the last thing you saw, which I thought was great advice. Uh, that's really good. But it's, certainly there's, you know, maybe college is a different animal. But I always go back to the great Lou Holtz line. The biggest, you'll see the biggest improvement week one to week two. But that was, oh, Washington. There was so, so many terrible performances. They were really, really bad yeah. offensively. And, and that's, the quarterback I mean, threw
1: three picks. So they went right down the field to start the game, and that was it. And then did nothing. Yeah. Did nothing at all after that. That's Montana. At that home. You have to be a little concerned, I would think, about what took place in that spot. But, again, just try not, not to get too carried away here. Again, who... Would you have laid uh, Michigan, let's say, go back again last week, and if I told you Michigan's going to be laid potentially seven, who's going to bet that? But they happen to score a ton of points in week one. They look good. And the combination there is just, it's going to be potentially too good to be true, hopefully, anyway. The the Temple game is now six and a half at a a lot of books. I saw it touch seven yesterday.
3: Mm. Terrific job by Kenny White. That was a good appearance. I'm looking forward to Mondays with Kenny if they're all going to be like that. But misleading box scores—I mean, 61-14 Rutgers. Look at all the turnovers and the short fields and, sure. the, and, the, and the defensive touchdowns.
4: Yeah.
1: When you're giving the ball away that many times, and the opposing team has, you know, fields of you know 19 yards, 25 yards, 40 yards to work with, it makes it kind of easy for them. And there's a reason why they were what 30 to one to score the most points. 75. Oh, they were 75 to 1. 75 to 1. Tulane yeah. was 30 to 1 to score the first, first touchdown. touchdown. Yep. Okay. They were 75 to 1 most points. <laughs> yes. Of course. Well, Who yeah. would think that? Yes. Right. Right. Rankers, come on. Yeah. So a lot of big movement here. Again, the Colorado State game. I find that fascinating. Against Vanderbilt, they opened up one. Vandy, I mean, just looked so bad in week one. But now CSU's lane seven, and they got run out at home last week. The South Dakota State. Mm hmm. Uh, we will get into Major League Baseball today. Uh, the card overall, good card, important card. We'll talk about it coming up next from any perspective here on Follow the Money. Listen up, First Bet has a special offer for new customers. Get an instant $10 free upon sign up and then earn $10 for every $1,000 wagered up to $1,000. Visit vcin.com slash horses for details. And when you go to vcin.com slash horses, you're going to find a new feature. Daily Saratoga Picks from Veteran Handicapped Red Seahan. Use the bonus code Vegas1000. That's vcin.com slash horses. Promo code is Vegas1000. How'd you do betting baseball yesterday? Lost,
3: lost the Giants? Yeah, the, uh, the Blue Jay game over, no good. Yeah, yeah Giants, yeah. I, thought, I had a bad
1: day betting, too, yesterday.
3: Yeah, one of those well. days. Yep, yeah, I know. But uh, we got to pick yourself up right back out there today. Less than a month left in the season. And there's a couple gems today. I'll tell you, the Phillies are 5-0 and against the Brewers. And they're begging you to t- they're begging you to bet the Brewers, right? Well, are, are you going to... 5 I mean, Nola going, and I know they've had problems. But the Phillies are only a game and a half back now. Now I got the, the playing good ball, which I know all the issues that's what's happened uh, eighth inning on, but that was an easy win yesterday. Wheeler, six inning, scoreless. And he come right back with I, Nola. Can if, you trust Nola?
1: I can. You can. I don't know about the bullpen, but I can trust Nola. You want to go first? You want, you five want Lauer? Then? I don't want Lauer. Yeah, oh, Lauer was great in his last start at the Giants. I don't trust Lauer. Seven very strong was, innings. Yeah. Yeah, that threw me on that whole that – lost a couple he's of games. He's actually been – he's been quite – go series. back and look at his numbers. He's mm-hmm. been quite solid. Mm-hmm.
3: Well, your buddy Webb's going, too. Rockies 20 games over, 500 at home. Big win for the Giants last night. They stay a game up on the Dodgers. Scherzer was great yesterday, and uh, he's a seventy six on the road. And Cole is – here's a big one for everybody. Everybody here. Win totals. Cy Young bets. You uh, to, can to make the playoffs. I mean, if if, if Toronto wins this game today, and I would say you're stealing one because it's Mats against Cole. You're only two back now, two back. Mm-hmm. And Boston's got the COVID issue with the team. They blow a seven to one lead against Tampa. They can't beat Tampa. They've lost uh, Tampa sixteen and five last twenty one at Fenway. You can juicing him. Mm-hmm. I buried him. I absolutely did. Let me let me ask you. Guilty this. as charged. They were running out of gas. Oh, yeah. Yeah, they did not it, look it good. It certainly helped what happened Friday to just stick it to the Ace. And the Ace blew that game and never recovered. And that, I would keep right. an eye on the Ace.
1: I think that's going to torpedo their season. I want to ask you a question here. And I'll open this up to the audience as well. Email is ftm at com, On Twitter, at live at Mitch Moss Radio, at Polly Howard. So I have uh, Robbie Ray on Cy Young tickets. Huge numbers. Mm-hmm. Met him months ago. I completely faded Garrett Cole this year. I wanted nothing to do with him to win the Cy Young. How do I bet this game today to kind of hedge against my Robbie Ray Cy Young tickets? Because Cole remains a two dollars $3 favorite somehow, way, The number's crazy to me. Robbie Ray's season is just as good as Garrett Cole's. But how do I hedge this? Do I find, do I just bet his strikeout prop over? Hmm. Because I'm not going to lay two dollars in this game yeah. to try to hedge it. I'm not going to lay Yankees run line because I can lose that bet as well. They can win the game. It's a tough call. You know, I mean, but they, I mean, Cole could get lit up and
3: then Ray could get lit up. So
1: yeah, I'm okay with that though. That's a like tough if, call. if if I bet if I bet Garrett Cole's strikeouts over today, and somehow the Rays. The uh, Blue Jays get him for like five runs. They knock him out early. God, please give me like four or five runs off this guy early. Please, please, Blue Jays show up today with those sticks, Simeon, <laughs> Vlad, you know, Bichette. They're hot. Get to him right away. Yep. But if he goes, I'm totally okay losing that bet because then Robbie Ray I think will make some progress with that number. I don't know how he's tied with with Lance Lynn right now. That's ridiculous. It doesn't make any sense that, that whatsoever. I agree with.
3: That I agree with. Some other gems. Now, you got Miley $1.65 on the road. Oh, my God, the Cubs won seven in a row now. You know, hello, Marquis. This is, uh, they get the rebuild going. That's a great job by the Cubbies to show some guts and fight. And can you really trust the Reds? But uh, I think Miley off a bad start will deliver tonight. Reds have to get going here. Oh, now they're a game behind God. the Padres. Now, God. our friend Tony with the gym. These 3 10 starts, 6 10 Eastern, first pitch in Cleveland, 11 and 0 to the over first five. Cashed again last night, eleven and zero to the over with these kooky three ten. When it's a 310 first pitch in Cleveland, right, which is what they started there. A it's few eleven. Years ago. It's eleven and zero to the over first five. Good, fine, Tony. You have that again. Wow. It's, okay. And it's Gant going for the Twins. All right. And let. Would, would you take a peek at this? Let's have a look here. Well, at Bet Rivers. Will the Marlins score in the first inning? Yes, plus two forty-five. Carrasco's got an ERA of fifteen. In the first inning this year. Okay, bam. He's 0-2 with an ERA of six five nine and seven starts. He's been a gas can. But with an ERA of fifteen, how about you, you can go a dollar fifteen, a run to be scored in the first inning, or you can say, Well, the Marlins score first plus two forty five. And a bad loss by the Mets last night.
1: They blow that in the ninth? I, mean, uh, that, that I think was I a, forgot that one. I think that blew. was a Edwin Diaz well, special. I
3: should have had that in bad beats. He, he blew in the ninth. Yep. Some yep. guys
1: can handle New York. Some guys can't. Yep. So, yeah, right. And uh, He had 57 saves three years ago. I don't get it. It was automatic for the Mariners. Do
3: you want to lay 230 with the Braves? A Dave Malinsky special again. They continue to do this. They have lost, follow me, a little convoluted. They've lost five in a row when coming home following a seven-day road trip or longer. This is the spot again. When they return home after a long road trip, zero and five. Okay, that first game uh, back. First game and back. They're two thirty against the Nets. That, that angle like did that,
1: not affect though. the Astros last night. I know that. No, it did. They were coming back home after an eleven game road trip. Yeah, the Kakuchi though. I, I can't now. Yeah. Yeah, they got six runs. It was walk, walk, walk in the second inning before it completely exploded on them. Uh-huh. Yikes! No, yeah. I'm not going to lay two thirty with the Braves. Answer your question. I'll go. Yeah, I'll go run. I'll go yes, run
3: in the first inning of the Mets game. Got to take that over trend with the Cleveland first five. I do like the Phillies. I trust Nola, and uh, maybe Reds run line. Oh go Phillies I'm first five then. That.
1: First five? Don't go. You go get the bullpen again. Okay. The the bullpen is so bad. Mm-hmm. I can't believe Carrasco's that that big size, big of a road favorite. As bad as he's been. Let me see if I can find do you. Have do you have a number on the first inning yet? I'll snag that for you right now. First inning, what? First inning to score a run in the Mets game. Yeah, yeah, dollar fifteen. Oh, is that we said? Okay. Yeah, I see that. plus one ten. Okay, I missed that. Plus one ten. I see plus one ten. Oh, you do? Yes. Okay. You saw minus one fifteen. Shop around, pal. Okay, Come well, on. Matt, Matt will give me a dollar fifteen then in we, pocket. We we sit here talking no about that all the time. Say, Why? Yeah, okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I will shop. Oh, wow. Well, I Shots fired real. at Matt today behind <laughs> the glass. <laughs> well, boy, I, like, I got to
3: give Bet Rivers some love too. I mean, I was on the Bet Rivers app looking at it. Okay, fine. I'll take the one ten. Better than that. It's good. And what do we got? Rasmussen and Rodriguez in that Rays Red Sox game too. This is juicy. Well, wow, that's. I mean, this is. Uh, <laughs> you know, Boston might pass the
1: Yankees here. They're only a half game back, And Seattle and in, in, in Toronto, only three back of Boston. Let me let me tell you this. Uh, I should have brought this up on the air yesterday. Shame on me for not doing it. It's an auto play when the Red Sox face Yarbrough over. I think they've played three yeah. or four times this year when he goes. Let him and up. every game, super high scoring. I don't like that guy. Now, let's follow the money here on VEASAN, the Sports Betting Network. Um, Up next, we'll get into a little uh, National Football League. The teams with the biggest chance of variance this year, um, they could go either way. Which teams are they? We'll discuss that coming up next.
3: Don't wait days for your winnings. Cash out instantly with Bet new feature, Rush Pay. Get your cash when you want it at Bet River Sportsbook, the industry leader with exclusive bets, daily specials, odds boost. And the most in-play betting options out there it was always a $250 match bonus. One-time play-through at Bet is your hometown book. Not valid in Iowa, but good in Colorado, Illinois, Indiana, Virginia, Michigan, and Pennsylvania. Play sugarhouse.com in Jersey. Must be 21. Get up there.
1: All right, let's uh, discuss teams, Paulie, that could have the highest chance of variance this year in the NFL. They could go either way. Maybe a playoff team, or they can go underneath their win total. Um, who do you have, by the way? Very top of your list.
3: Well, I, I didn't rank them, but I certainly I could see that I have the Chargers. Let's start with the Chargers and the Vikings. All this talk and hype about the Chargers, and you just you get rid of Lynn, and then you go to Staley. But they, I, some people were picking them to win 12 games. I absolutely could see the Chargers only winning six or seven games, too. Sure. Oh, all this talent, although well it hasn't meant anything. I mean, like, like Mann has talked about, and for some reason, the markets are in love with them and their roster. But I could see I could see a, a six-win season. I could see a, an eleven-win season out of the Chargers. But I'm not sure. I'm not so sure they go over. And absolutely, we'll talk to Paul Allen tomorrow. Our guy's in the cornfields. This could go sideways with the Vikings. Now he's high on them. Some people are high on the Vikings. But I, I would you could I could you could make the case that the Vikings win eight games or seven games. Mm-hmm. I could see it. They went seven to nine last year. What if something happens to Cousins? Mm-hmm. Now the Bears are down. And we'll see what happens once they make the switch to fields, which should happen sooner sooner rather than later. But I, I'm not I'm not buying it. I'm not you sometimes you don't want to take anything from preseason, but it was a joke. But I think it was important how bad the second and third string quarterbacks played behind Cousins, Mr. Bubble Boy, if something happens. Because Zimmer said it, Mond isn't ready. That's another one. Their total's nine under minus one twenty, plus two hundred eighty five to win the division. And then uh Atlanta. Seven and a half, which they they could surprise a lot of people. Remember, they lost six games last year with a win expectancy of 80%. They lost two games where they were 99% to win. Two of them. And they only won four games. That's another one. And maybe you want to look at Kansas City. I mean, how big of a drop-off could we talk about? I could see them winning 16 or 15. I could also, could you see 11? Because they went 8-0 last year in games decided by seven points or fewer. Corrected, helped out the offensive line. Sure. Never want to go against Mahomes. But now what happens where maybe those those breaks don't go your way and Mahomes can't pull a rabbit out of that?
1: Yeah, see, I can see it where you're exactly right. Maybe they do. Maybe he's just so good and Reed is such a great regular season coach and offensively that they do win 14, 15 games. But I, I, I can also see it where other teams beat out the Chiefs for the number one seed overall in the AFC. Like, that is no lock. Yeah, yeah. To sit here and say they're going to run away with the one seed in the AFC.
3: Well, my, 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 I keep going back to these two teams. Again, now there's expectations. Peter King picked them to go to the Super Bowl. You have the Bills and the Browns. And the fan base are going crazy. Because now it's, I mean, the Bills are, go to the AFC title game, and now you give Allen all that money, and it could be a scary offense. And certainly McDermott's a good coach as well. Right? They don't, maybe they don't even need a good defense. But with the Browns, the Browns went 11-5 and five last year. They were outscored. It's never happened before. We're minus 11 in point differential and won 11 games. They also were 7-2 and two in games decided by 7 points or fewer. I think it goes sideways with the Browns. I'm in the minority there, but I could see a down year for the Browns and the Steelers having a better season. And with the Bills, 4-1 in close games. But with that lowest, you know, I just I have to take everything in, in account here. But with the low vaccination rate, that fighting on social media, the Patriots are going to be better. Maybe Miami steals a game from them. Maybe the Jets surprise them in a game. I just think the Bills and Browns take a step back this year.
1: Well, with, with Josh Allen in the quarterback spot there, right? Not being a big fan of the vaccine or the idea of the vaccine. Like if the timing works out in the worst possible scenario for this team, he could miss, what, two games because of the NFL rules? If it comes down, like, on a Saturday? We
3: got an email on that. On We okay. can, can we find out a list of all the quarterbacks. I thought it was a good email. Just go back and look. And this is very important when you're looking at contests. And, my God, don't play the Thursday games, please. But Wentz, Cousins, Allen. Lamar Jackson. Newton. hmm Not going to be a starter, but just guys to keep in mind about, right, if something happens with the team, you're probably sidelined at least 10 days. Okay. So
1: question here again. I love this offense with the Bills. Like if you told me right now Josh Allen is gonna play all seventeen games, I'd bet him to win the MVP. So I don't want I'm gonna I don't wanna bet Mahomes at five to one, Aaron Rodgers to repeat. You can find Allen like fourteen to one still to win the MVP. If he told me he's gonna play every single game, I'd love that bet. But is it is it a gamble to actually make that bet with him being unvaccinated and he can miss some time? Is that part of the yeah. handicap? Yeah, I think
3: it probably but, should. But be. I'm, I'm with, I could see your point though too. He could have another incredible year, and they maybe they get to 13, 14 wins. But I could also, I also think well, they come
1: back to the pack because the division's going to be better. I, I just think the OC is so good there, and he's going to go. He is, he is. He's going to go total screw you mode this year on offense again. If, if the preseason was any indication, it's just it's shotgun every single play. They don't even consider running the football. Like just go because they are loaded with the receivers well he seemed, <laughs> excuse me he seems like a good kid and the fact that where, where he
3: came from that he was playing Juco ball no one wanted him and then he goes to Wyoming there were sure. no offers then he becomes a first round pick and people doubted him there and laughed at the pick and now he was an MVP candidate but now what happens when you, you get all? Oh, here's all this money now <laughs> here's 250 million and 120 guaranteed whatever it was yeah
1: again this is not some people can handle it others can't we don't do the political hot takes on this network ever but from a gambling standpoint in terms of uh, handicapping what could happen this year, it is a possibility, right? I'm not, I'm not telling anybody to go out there and get vaccinated, not my job, not not what I'm going to do. Um, but if he, what if that news comes down like on a Friday? Hey guys, Josh Allen, COVID-19 protocol again, he's going to miss the game come, coming up on Sunday, and the timing works out where he might miss two. And that would really stink. Peter King, Tom Brady, people around the league, it's going to be a bigger problem this year.
3: The guidelines, loose loose guidelines. Fewer rules. Yep.
1: Unvaccinated
3: versus vaccinated. Guys uh, you, you, know, you know could could be a problem.
1: So a couple of my uh, AFC teams, I could see that with the Bills again, although if it if it all works out for this team and nothing does happen to them, I got it. I don't think their mm. schedule's that difficult. I think it's one of the easier ones for a team that finished in first place last year. God, that's a good game to start. Pittsburgh against Buffalo. That's really good.
3: Revenge for the Steelers. That's a really good. What game. Pittsburgh team do I get? The team that started eleven oh or the team that was leaking oil and at all the issues. What's the offensive line look like? How's the running game? Do they have a running game?
1: How does Ben look? No, they have a nasty defense. Yep. Um, okay, so my other teams in the AFC. How about the Broncos? Like the defense on paper, again, is so good, and they have uh, really good weapons. I can't go there. How high, how high How high? can you get with Denver? I can go 11 wins with Denver. You can. Oh, with that defense, again? Oh. And if it works out with Bridgewater is... I think there's you know, something in your coffee. He's not going to turn the ball. 11. What's their win total? Nine and a half? You can get that high? I think they can get to 11 wins, yeah. I think if it all works out for this team, Bridgewater is the guy who, again, he turns it over like six times this year with the INTs. Like, that's possible. But also, what if Bridgewater just doesn't score enough touchdowns throwing the ball? And the defense isn't as good as what people think. And Fangio is so old school to where he pulls a David Shaw, and he's still, you know, punting at the 38-yard line on fourth and two, (laughs) or kicking long field goals. And he never wants to change from Bridgewater to Drew Locke. Like, I can see either one of those scenarios happening in 2021. Uh, another team would be the Colts. It almost makes too, too much sense, right? The first five games on the schedule, total meat grinder. Don't know how this is going to work out. The back and forth with Wentz, So he's going to be ready. He's not going to be ready. The injury, the COVID stuff, the offensive line, it felt like there for a while we were getting bad news on the offensive line, like every single week. But maybe once they get healthy, again, I can see this being like an eight-win team, Missing the playoffs or an 11-win team and winning that division with the Colts? A lot of question marks here, Mm -hmm. but if it all comes together for them, I do like their talent and their coaching staff. Uh, In the NFC, I'm totally with you on the Vikings. I think they have a very high chance here of of variance overall in the season. The offensive line, total question mark this year. Uh, The defense did not play well. What if the offense is not as good as it was a year ago? What if Delvin Cook doesn't play He's, and put up the same numbers, prone. Yeah, he's injury right? Prone, yeah, and and cousins doesn't have cousins had a really good year last year. His numbers were great. And I think does he miss Rudolph? And now no Smith. No Smith as well. Mm-hmm. Again, he was going to be the third option. That was it. the pecking order in terms of receiving went Jefferson, Thielen, Smith, and now Irv Smith is out for what appears to be the entire year. Uh, so I think they have a high chance. Um, I'll throw the Rams in here. Now this can happen to any team. It happened to the Niners last year with the injuries. But the Rams don't have a lot of depth. So if it goes like last year, and the defense plays at that level, by the way, I read a really good story on the Rams yesterday. There's a there's a chance here that they have some defensive regression that nobody's talking about. Mm. And what if they have some injuries with the no depth? And maybe Stanford isn't as good as what everybody appears, or what they think he's going to be with, with uh, McVay as the head well, coach. Breaking news, he isn't. So stop with
3: this that he's the savior. And oh, watch out, they have Matt Stafford now. I mean, please, guys. Yeah, common sense. He's never won a big game. <laughs> I just, I, I will not be the resume. But if they all, it, all padding
1: stats, if they all stay healthy, I can see this team potentially winning 11, 12 games in that division. I can also see the couple of injuries are going to win seven and miss the playoffs. Oh, wow. Yeah. Okay. If they get injuries. Yeah. Okay. Which again, you, can, you yeah. can't predict injuries, but uh, and the other one would be the football team for me. Look, like if it if it all works out, and this is a big if, but if Fitzpatrick goes there. And he's, you know, like he was last year, because he was pretty damn good overall last year for the Dolphins. But usually what you, you know, before that year, what you see is what you get with this guy. He's going to be good, and he's going to be really bad, potentially in the same quarter of the same exact game, right? But if he somehow limits the turnovers, and what if that defense is absolutely the real deal? And they Mm -hmm. they might take the baton from Pittsburgh as the best overall defense in football. Can that carry them to the division again in 10 or 11 wins? Would not be shocked. Although the schedule, again, is so damn tough for Washington. Uh, Adam Chernoff is going to join the program coming up next. Great at handicapping in the NFL. We'll ask him his thoughts on home field advantage this year. Again, it was pretty much wiped away last year because of no fans. What he expects to see and uh, what he's betting at this point for week one in the NFL coming up next. Zumo Zumo Play.